welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. Uh, there's our transition in. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. All, All right. right. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Uh, guys, uh, welcome to Guilty Movie Pleasures. I am your host, Josh McCuga. Uh, joining me today in the co-host seat, uh, my good buddy, Thad Williams. Uh, you guys might not know him, but you know I say his name in every episode of uh, Between the Sheets. He is uh, my producer, director, editor of Between the Sheets. He makes the episodes look beautiful every week. And uh, this was your recommendation, was Three Men and a Baby was yeah, today, so yeah, welcome to the yes show. Yes, it was. I'm glad, glad to be here. Ben is off shooting uh, Three Loves and a Begley, yeah, I believe. Um, Thanks for taking that joke it, and running with it. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a commercial, miss you, miss you, ben. A commercial promo for uh, yeah, Three Hugs and a Lover. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he's, he's not listening, but he will in the future, so... <laughs> Ben, we miss you. We'll see you maybe not next week, but the week after. All right. um, but this this movie uh, starts off with this Miami Sound can Machine we just, classic. Can, yeah, can we can we kill the Miami Sound yeah, Machine? Yeah, this is all, that's awful. That is, <laughs> that is just absolutely terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It just has that... Oh, come on. Oh, the <laughs> hey! You know, you know what's great about this montage is that... It's this happy, peppy song, and the whole montage is about them Just slaying bang. every single woman in New York. They it, it, at no point in the montage do they do anything redeemable. No, but just kick women to the curb in elevators. There's at one point one girl punches. Yeah, uh, what, dancing a, a really bad. It's, it's like a. It's like ugh. Like and, a, like, he, and he collapses. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and good prop fails. Prop falls. Uh, but that, the, and then basically the whole montage of the the opening part of the movie is is Gutenberg painting a mural. Yes, an, an epic mural. Epic mural. Epic mural. I believe you guys can get it uh, airbrushed on a t shirt at your local mall. Yeah, if you yeah, really like yeah. it. But don't do it in your apartment because you will lose the security deposit <laughs> yes. without a doubt. What's well, that? The uh, first thing I thought of was like when they move out of this apartment, they're going to have to paint over this mural. That's and because it's take that's a because you destroyed your apartment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you're never getting your security. Never. Guard. No. Never moving either. No. Um, yeah, but this, uh, this, you know, I keep thinking, cause the first time I saw this was not, I mean, it, it was 87, so I was five years old, so we definitely didn't see it in the theater. No. I remember this. No, no, no. This movie was huge in my family. Like, yeah. we loved this movie. Three Men and a Little Lady, I think we actually went to see as like a family I, years I, later. I, I was trying to remember today if I've seen the sequel, and I'm, maybe I did at one point or another, but I, it does not ring a bell at all. But, I, this was an HBO movie for me. Yeah, this yeah. was a, this was a, it was on all the time. Right. Whenever it was on, it's like, oh yeah, three men and baby. I mean, sure, because I mean, you've got sell it, you've got Magnum PI, you it's Mayday Malone, yeah, Sam Sam Malone, and whatever the hell his name is from Police Academy. Uh, what was his character name in Police Academy? I was just watching it. I, Mahoney, I meant Mahoney, to write it down. Mahoney. 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 All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have the three of the greatest actors in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, these sex height symbols, of their game, right? I mean, Selleck, dancing Gutenberg. That today, that's like Pitt Clooney. <laughs> Who's the other guy? Damon. Damon. Pitt Clooney Damon yeah, yeah, was yeah. selling. No. And the Gutenberg, I, I, I like to think it maybe a, a law of the 80s was if Gutenberg was in your movie, it was guilty pleasure. Uh, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, w- would you consider Cocoon and a guilty pleasure? Because mm. I feel like that's just a great movie. Like, yeah, that's, a, that's good, not a. It's a good movie. I mean, Police Academy is obviously. Yeah, but but is Gutenberg like the driving vehicle of Cocoon? Uh, I would say the Cocoon yeah. would be the driving vehicle <laughs> of Cocoon. I was going to say Jessica uh, Jessica Tandy yeah. would be the driving yeah, vehicle. Of yeah, Cocoon. yeah. But he, I mean, he does keep or the, the guy world. from uh, Trading Place. Trading Places. Yeah. Um, well, Walt, Walt, what was their names in Trading Places? Oh. uh... Waldorf and uh, Rocksteady? Yeah, yeah, Duke and Duke. <laughs> yeah. um, Mortimer! Mortimer, thank you, Stephen. <laughs> um, but uh, let's get into it. So, uh, we, you know, we like to do the plot in under five minutes, but I think I feel like we could do this in under three. Under three? We're saying we, three minutes? Should we try and do under three? We got, all right. We all have right. 30 seconds to the five-minute mark on our counter that nobody knows what we're looking at. <laughs> so we have 25 more seconds to talk. Do you know the legend of Gutenberg? Do you know how he got into movies? Uh, I assume he has naked photos of someone somewhere. No. He, he moved into an office in Paramount and told nobody and just started showing up at meetings and like casting sessions like he rented Paramount. out an office mm-hmm. you can do that no he just snuck into one and like basically like overnight he snuck into hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Paramount made an officer who was like, That oh. sounds like a movie. That sounds like a Steve Gutenberg movie. I know. And in two, one, boom, starts. Here we go. Yeah, yes. play it. Uh, starts off, like we said, they're painting a mural. It, 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 we know that it's three single swinging dick, dick bachelors yes. in some sick New York apartment. One we find out is an architect. One is an actor. The other one makes murals. Uh, he's, a, he's a cartoonist. Oh, cartoonist. He's a Correct. cartoonist, which right. is the three classic Hollywood stereotypical jobs right. that give you shitloads of money and tons of free time yes. and no responsibilities on a regular schedule. Absolutely. Which is perfect for when you're slaying all, every woman in New York City. One after the other... Each haircut is better than the next. Um, <laughs> they then they it cuts to like just they're there in this like forty million dollar apartment in yeah, New York. Yeah. That three it's an entire an entire afford. penthouse penthouse apartment that the architect apparently either built or created for himself, and then the other guys rent. And sub-lease. every stereotypical thing that you can put in apartment studio lighting, a pool table, every um, refrigerator has like a the, wine the, cabinet. The glass brick wall yes, by uh, the front. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, and we don't know where, I don't ever remember what door they go into in the actual, there's so many swinging doors in it. Elevator door, random yeah. door, mural door. Lots of, lots of, lots of doors. And Mid-50. then don't forget the entire room full of four by three televisions and video cassettes. Oh, yes. Where he's able to actually play back uh, 1970 Lakers games. 70s Lakers games for- in, in slow-mo. <laughs> Guys, hold on. I'm going to play this in slow-mo. What else is he doing with those TVs? We'll get into that. Okay, yeah. we got a minute and a half to go. So uh, they wake up one morning, and there's a baby on their doorstep. And they're like, what's that? But Ted Danson's left town, and it's And Ted told Danson's. him that there was a package coming, and Correct. the package need- is going to be delivered and then kept until about Thursday. And don't tell anybody because it's secret. You're yeah. like, figure it's a baby. Right. So like, crap, Jackson Turkey, we can't get a hold of him. Let's take care of this baby. Obviously, the Full House kind of dad montage, Uncle Joey, Uncle Jesse, Tom Selleck. Oh, yeah, Full House Gutenberg. is a complete ripoff of this film. Oh, without, without a doubt. A doubt. 
So uh, they 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 go to the store, they whatever, and then they realize that there's people chasing them down for some random heroin that is the actual package that whatever. Right, because they give the pack, they give the baby to two sketchy dudes that yeah. they think are coming to pick up the baby because that makes sense. But those those guys are actually we'll heroin dealers. Baby. Yes, because and it's uh it's Paul Paul Giafel Foil, however you pronounce his name, from CSI. Correct. And Beverly Hills Cop too. Forty seconds. Uh, so then now they're in this this weird. The cops are falling around because they think they're heroin dealers along with this commercial director who's Danson's friend because Ted Danson's a commercial director actor as well. Yeah. Then uh, the cops are chasing them down. They somehow they, they're playing their angles right. They're like and they take them to a construction site and the cops, we, they, they lock them in an elevator. They, tri- they trick they trick the guys into giving uh, into getting caught by the cops thanks yeah. to Ted Danson dressing in drag. Right. And you as, think this is going to be the end of the movie. That should be the end of the movie. It's no. not. The mom shows up She's going to take the baby back, but she can't do it. So they decide they're going to be a happy family, four swinging dick bachelors, and the British woman with the baby. Yeah, exactly. And three, two, two one, in under three minutes. That All right, that works. Work. All right, and, all right. and we did it to the whole Miami Sound Machine. Gloria <laughs> Stefan, you are friggin' welcome. This is yes. the best PR you've gotten in years. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and the Sound Machine as well. Nobody knows who who's in the Sound Machine. I, I think it's the guys from Menudo. They just grew up. And then they got mechanical. Jo- yeah, joined yeah, in yeah, the yeah. sound machine. I will say this though that uh, my mother loved Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine so much, and in our in our Dodge Caravan, we listened to the Miami Sound Machine a lot. I can't say I had the same. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> they were great years. There were good times in the Makuga household. Yeah. <laughs> so, fun fact about this movie: Go. most successful film of 1987. It was only it only had like an eleven million dollar budget, and made one hundred sixty seven yeah. million. Yeah, huge, huge returns. Number one movie of the year, People's Choice Award for best family film. <laughs> Found that out. Thank you, IMDb. Uh, and I did not know that one. And we haven't mentioned it yet. It was directed by the late great Leonard Nimoy. Hence, hence my shirt on yeah, today. And, and I know you're, um, you're a big Star Trek I'm a big, guy. I'm a big Star Trek guy, and and that's actually what reminded me about this movie. I was right. thinking, oh, we could do a Star Trek movie, but you're not a big Star Trek guy. We'll right. do. We'll save. There's some. There's that's Come a whole. On. That's a whole another. Yeah. That's a whole other series. Wormhole, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, so I I remembered Three Men and a Baby. And you and as soon as you recommended this, I was like, absolutely, because I love this movie. It's a really. It's actually a good movie. And after after last week with Howard the Duck, yeah, well, this I feel a, like you needed, a, you needed a palate cleanser because yeah, <laughs> this is the sorbet at the expense of dinner, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, Heroin's in the diaper pail. <laughs> Play that again, real quick. Heroin's in the diaper pail. Yes. So, but where where are the baby wipes? Baby wipes are in the cabinet. Oh, Got thank you, thanks, that's, thanks, Stephen. That Appreciate makes sense. It. That's that's a very important plot point. Uh, I I always like to talk plot holes, kind of uh, a little bit off the bat. Um, yeah, because and there are there are a number of them. I mean, yes. it's a good it's a good movie. It's an entertaining family film. Sure, lot, definitely a lot of plot holes. Now here's here's my first the first plot hole is one you never take packages from people that look a lot like Steve Perry. No, in the eighties, uh, because he got that mullet. And he didn't. He just didn't have it. He and he's acting shady and dancing. Just he's out there. He's checking out chicks because they're at that the greatest birthday party in the history of New York. Great birthday party for it's his late thirties, maybe early forties birthday. Correct. Party. Um, and he's an architect, so they make the cake into a building. Right. 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 Complete with a Barbie doll hanging off. Yeah, the, that, that was strange. Which is weird. Um, I also, you know, I, I might be in the minority here, and we talk about it on between the sheets, but. If I'm throwing a birthday party from my buddies and I get them a cake, I think they'd think that I was going a little too far. Like a cake and a card. Just go to the bar and buy me drinks. 
Yeah, but, but that's, is, I mean, that's partially because you're an alcoholic, but that's also, <laughs> I think when, if you're throwing a party at your house, uh-huh. you, you need to have a cake. And, and well, if something it's a, to break the monotony of the videotapes with Jerry West. Yes. And if it's a, if it's a, uh, humorous cake, <laughs> then it might, might go over a little bit, e- a little bit better. Scaffolding and yeah. a hanging Barbie. Yeah. Okay. We'll give you that. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so sketchy dude at the party. Right. Comes up and says, I've got this package yes. coming. And I'm going to be out of town, and I need you to take it and don't tell anybody about it. Right. Ted Danson's a little drunk, a little on the prowl. Right. So he's like, yeah, sure. No Whatever. Problem. And he's the actor, so he's the dumb one of the And bunch. he also, and he, but he knows he's going to Turkey the very next day. So he doesn't have so to So he's not even going to be around. So he just leaves a voicemail message. That actually gets them, gets them in sort of trouble with, with the cop who creepily always wants to hold the baby. Cops all, yeah, they finally tell him. They're like, no, stop. Hey, stop, stop trying it. to hold the baby. Stop trying to hold the baby. Which, and he... he it's like the middle of they, they caught these heroin dealers and all these things like yeah let me hold that baby yeah you know, let me get in some of that baby need <laughs> <laughs> some of that I need some of that kid now, speaking of the baby uh, fun fact we learned is that Leonard Nimoy <clears throat> went through over two hundred videos of babies before he settled on these babies um, again out of context as you said yeah could be weird could be really weird I mean th- there's some strange th- there's unknowing PA that is just delivering <laughs> countless tapes of babies. we got more Nimoy babies over here. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, uh, okay, so the heroin dealers then trash the apartment, and this is where, this is the videotape sound clip. This is the one that, that had me. I was like, wait. Okay, alright, well, here's another, here's another, yeah. before we get into that, just yeah. one quick other major plot point. Mm-hmm. Movie's called Three Men and a Baby. It's really... Two men, some H dealers, a baby, and maybe Sam Malone from time to time. He doesn't, he disappears and goes to Turkey and doesn't show up again until an hour into the movie. Right. So the first Because they half, cut his part in they, Turkey. They yeah. flew him all the way to Turkey, but like, we don't need you. Get out. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like he was spending too much time at the bazaar mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe screwed the director's wife. Who knows? Got some H. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so it, there, for the first half of the movie, it's just Selleck and just, Goot. It's Selleck and Goot, and they're trying to entertain the baby. Yes. Uh, Goot, Goot, Goot is left to his own devices well, for a little bit. Can we precede this by Gutenberg's uh, game, if we call it, with the uh, lady yes. the night of the birthday party? Can yeah. we play that? I yeah. That's the, uh, the dance uh, sound clip. Yeah. Want to get over a lover? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dance with a stranger. <laughs> that's him doing this. He's doing the Carlton. And the, and the girl looks at him and she's like, this ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. This ain't happening. I'm pretty sure not to mention the fact, that. Not to mention the fact that he's a cartoonist and he had just finished talking to her with the puppet of his cartoon. Over the shoulder. Doing doing one of these the numbers. Over the shoulder number. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. creepy. This is like the, the make out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he's doing with a cartoon cat yeah. that he creates. Right. That he, that he writes and pays for his $40 million apartment in yeah, New York. So, yeah, yeah. So, so then... So then it, can you sell that clip again one more time? I'm sorry. This is just amazing. You know how to get over a lover? Hmm? Dance with a stranger. It, it, Dance with a stranger. Dance with a stranger. Again, out of context, that could be in a in a like slasher flick. Yes. Without a doubt. Or like, uh, uh, you know, it's like Joker in the first Batman. The Michael Keaton Batman was like, do you ever dance with the devil in the pillow? Oh, yeah, yeah. It kind of yeah. sounds like Gutenberg. You want to get nuts? That. Come on! Let's get nuts! In <laughs> um, the Goot! Come on. I mean, this this movie, Leonard Nimoy, if he was a... Which, he went through 200 babies. He had to go through a lot of casting process. And you know... Well, I believe, actually, he came on after the casting. Because they, oh. they cast the film... Whoop. 
they cast the film I was dancing with a stranger I'm yeah sorry. apparently uh, they cast the film this was actually based on a French film called mm. Three Men in a Cradle uh, is the French the, or yeah yeah Tres tre Homes <laughs> in Un Cradle I, I don't <laughs> don't in German there for a little bit yeah, don't, 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 don't speak French or German barely speak English um Three, yeah, and so the the woman who wrote and directed the original was okay. scheduled to direct this film. Okay, uh, they cast it, and the studio wanted it to be a little bit more light. Yeah, she was looking for kind of a darker tone. I think cradle, like so hand, they, they settled hand the rocks, on heroin. The yeah, so yeah, the lighter tone. They settled on heroin. Yeah, in, um, instead of the meth or the coke. Uh, but then they gave. So she left, and then Leonard Nimoy came on because he had just finished. He had just directed Star Trek Four, mm-hmm. which was his second Star Trek film. That he directed, and Star Trek Four was the most successful one yeah. in the franchise. Yeah. Reinvigorated the whole thing, kicked off a a, a, a TV show, right. Next which Generation, yeah. which was uh, very successful as well. So, of course. so uh, he came on as the director, yeah, and uh, and then decided I need the right baby. Yeah, <laughs> gotta have the right. Well, we've already got baby. the three dads. We've already got Goot, Mayday, and, and Magnum. You don't need any better. I mean, and it, I'm looking at the 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 poster. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It's. I mean, Selleck's Selleck's got suspenders and a bow tie that's undone. Do yourself a favor and just look up. The just movie. look at the it's poster. So good. It's, it's. I mean, it's. It's. You don't not want to see that movie. <laughs> no. that, and that's actually the tagline. And Three men and a baby. You don't not want to see this movie. Usually, when guys are dressed like like uh, Selleck is dressed like that, like Lumberg in Office yeah. Space, usually they're they're untrustworthy scumbags. Right. 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 No. Th- this is this is before the bow tie equaled. Right. The kind of scumbag. Right. Right. Yeah. And talk about scummy kind of things is that is that Selleck had a video <laughs> collection that he was very very proud of. Yeah. Okay? So yeah. So before before uh, before and he's the only one with a really a love interest in this whole movie. Is that no? He's got Eliza he, Minnelli kind of. He woman? has a, he has a he has a five five year relationship, but it's an open relationship. Yeah. And neither Been trying of them... to have one of those for five years, guys. It's not going well. <laughs> uh, neither of them want to settle down just yet. Mm-hmm. And I think Selleck is starting to. Maybe want to settle down, right. but he's worried. She well, he does not. His cake and eat it too. She, his she, cake with a hanging Barbie. She thinks that he is uh, that he is not mature enough. Correct. Because I, I really think that this movie. I'm sorry, we're completely Go. off topic. No, I'm take it. Really, That's what this show's about. I see this. I see. I see th- this, and also like you know your Ghostbusters, your Harold Ramis, yeah. uh, uh, Bill Murray kind of movies, very much precursors to the Apatow. Kind, oh, yeah. of, kind of films where you've got these man ch- child, not as fratty, not and ready, derog- not not as fratty as yeah. the as the Bill Murray Har- Harold Ramis mm-hmm. vibe. Uh, this is much more of that eighties commercial right. capital like eighties capitalist vibe yeah. where they all have very successful jobs and they're living in New York and all that kind of thing. But uh, kind of like horrible horrible bosses, right? Oh yeah, I could see that with those three call. guys that just like don't want to grow up. Yeah, and then they are thrown into a situation where they have to immediately mature. In, a, in an instant, right? Because of the baby. Because of the baby. Yeah. And 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 now also the heroin dealers trying right. to kill them, and so uh, so that's why that they don't have that kind of scummy attitude. I right. Think. And and because they're all such like charming dudes. I mean, guys, I have so much chest hair. I would have killed as like the body double for Selleck in this or yeah. or Goot. Yeah. Um. Because there's... Or Goot even Goot even brings up the chest hair yeah. at some point. Can, can uh, we, can he's we, talking, can... trying to soothe the baby and doesn't really know what to do. <laughs> Uh, how about uh, how about this? How about this? Look at this! Look at a hairy chest. Like that? Like that? You want, to, you want one of these? 
You want one of these? You want one of these? Uh, I believe I have said that multiple times in the bedroom. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. Uh, It's a thicket down there. Uh, I one time had a girl in Vegas. She was Canadian. She took off my shirt and said, ooh, you're hairy. So, uh, Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you're hairy. Oh, yeah. Um, the, because now you're, you're Uncle Jesse and Uncle Joey part where Gutenberg is, he's just doing some riffing. He's got hot bits that he's trying on the baby. Yeah. Right now, uh, Selleck runs the store and he does something and then, the, who does he meet at the store? Dave Foley. Dave Foley in a Kids in a one line one line role, probably one of his first first sure. movie roles. Uh, he t- says like, "Oh, the baby, the diapers are on the other aisle or something." And then he consults with a, a sassy black woman, of course. Yes, uh, yes, the enigmatic black woman who gives him all the tips that he needs to right. to immediately learn how to. Uh, he goes to three different grocery stores. Yeah. Uh, he so then they have the baby, and then these heroin dealers come to pick him up, and then then there's a there's a sequence of. That lead to to the, the they have the landlord watch the baby. Yes, like, the sweet the sweet little landlord. Sweet she, little landlord. She just she, she's a high she, class New York she, woman. She wanted kids, but she couldn't have them because her husband has a cat. No, had a low sperm count. Did she say low yeah. low sperm count? I heard lovesick cat. Um, maybe there was a cat in there too. I think. I think you might be. She right. said like we wanted to have kids, but my husband has a lovesick cat. <laughs> but maybe maybe said we wanted to have kids, but my husband has a low sperm count. Either way, either way, either way, really awkward statement. Not something you should tell your neighbors, your, someone that you are the landlord of. Because well, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. She takes the baby. They go out. When they come back, their apartment has been absolutely trashed, completely trashed. Like, but in in, in that classic Hollywood, like I had to rewind it. I mean, the set it, design on that is incredible. I mean, they, the just, art direction. they went in and said, okay, this needs to look like it's been trashed. And they trash everything. everything. And this is a huge apartment. Gigantic. There's, there's 20, I mean, it's like the Clue Mansion. We there's cannot so stress many enough rooms. How, how cartoonishly large this New York apartment yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, No, I lived in New York, okay, with four dudes. There was four of us in an apartment. <laughs> and, 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 and it wasn't the size of one of these no, rooms. No, not yeah, at all. Yeah. We definitely didn't have anything cool like they had. Okay. But we did have a lot of drugs in that. I'm kidding. Uh, the sort of uh, <laughs> the so they trash the apartment and the the poor landlady who's been watching the baby is tied and gagged. She's bound and gagged bound on and the ground. Gagged. They they undo the they undo the uh, the the mask or right. whatever the out gag. of the, the gag the gag. And they're like, and where is Mary? Where is the baby? Right. They're searching through the thing and Goot's screaming her name coming in and then the Selleck's first thing he says to Gutenberg is. <laughs> That's not a giraffe. No. That's nope. A dinosaur. No. No, he doesn't say tapes. that to him. Which one is it? The videotapes? See what those bastards did to my videotapes. <laughs> That's it. Not like they just tied up a no, human being. Because we may have lost the baby. Because not only did they trash everything, they ripped every single piece of tape out of every tape he owned. And he had a huge collection. Every, I'm pretty sure every one of those baby tapes they used as the prop. Yes. Because it looked like there were 200 tapes and they're all, it's all, all the celluloids just hanging off the ceiling. It looks like he, they TP'd with, with the, the yeah, tape yeah, in yeah, his yeah. apartment. I think, I think it actually was then reused later as a kill room in seven. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, could you play that clip one more time? See what those bastards did to my videotapes. You know, strange, strangely enough, uh, in the seventh grade, my buddy Mike Burns, uh, we had a, a porn tape going around. It was called Loose Ends 2. It was amazing. And oh, his, yeah. And his I, mom, think I, I think I've seen that one. Have you seen it? It's, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's good. Uh, and his mom, uh, Mrs. Burns, uh, stole, uh, found it and destroyed it. And I, the first thing I said to her was... See what those bastards did to my videotapes? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's rough. That's you know, it's funny. I actually, I actually had a, uh, a collection of my own growing mm-hmm. up. It was uh, a bunch of sports memorabilia tapes. Mm. But it wasn't actually the... It wasn't the, um, the, the 
like playback the, clips. It uh, wasn't the it wasn't the slow mo clips. It was actually just reels of the popcorn guys <laughs> as they're throwing stuff around. Yeah, huh. and yeah, and. It was a That's wonderful collection. Stuff, yeah. Well, because I bring, I, then I'd bring into the games, and I'd get them signed by the popcorn guys. I was a, I was a big fan of popcorn. Um, it's, it's, yeah. It's and you're just, on the popcorn talk right now. How convenient! Yeah. Uh, funny how that happens. Yeah. And and unfortunately, one time I was at one of these games. It's a very, very big game. It's uh-huh. a playoff game. I okay. Think. And uh, and the guy threw his uh, threw the popcorn and soda right into my collection. Ruined ruined everything. And yeah. I just looked at him. I was like, See what those bastards did to my videotapes. <laughs> it was it was really rough. Well, uh, funny enough, uh, my brother and I collected uh, 1992 Bulls VHS tapes. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, learning to yeah. fly. Some early Michael Jordan stuff. A lot of a lot of them had blooper reels on it as well. Oh, they all love came a good free with reel. your SI subscription yeah. every yeah. year. And uh, we had a cleaning lady, uh, and she just wasn't very responsible and spilled cleaning fluid everywhere and not only ruined those but ruined my fish bootleg tapes and I said straight to her face those bastards did to my videotapes no that's awful you know come I just thought of this I um my brother actually was big into those uh, VHS board games. Oh, yeah. Remember those from yeah, the 90s? Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 where you pop in the VHS and it tells you where to go. And It's, it's like the scene it's up today. Yeah, yeah. There was a community episode about it last year, okay. if, you haven't, if, 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 if you're not familiar with the concept. Uh, very, very fun. Horrible sure. games. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them terrible. But um, we were over at another friend's of our, friend of ours house, uh, and we were playing the games, and, and it just before I knew it, the guy just got really pissed and he threw the board over and, and crashed it in the television. Everything broke. It was really sucky. But you know what? He actually, come to think of it. Your stories are greatly he was a He was an adopted child. Oh. Yeah. He was an adopted child oh. because his, his his parents were, they had him out of wedlock and then another friend of ours adopted him and stuff. Right, and right. So I looked at my brother and I was like, dance with a stranger. No, damn it, Steven. We damn it. Damn it. Lead up to bastards. Damn it. I was setting you up for the bastards. So, God. Weird, weirdly enough, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you, if you know this, but um, Alexander Hamilton uh, is a very famous illegitimate child of, of a politician and an irrefute uh, prostitute. And yes. he, his, when he was about to fight Aaron Burr, in, this, in their in their famous duel, yes, uh, he would have been doing some uh, some scouting work on him and had tons and tons of VHS tapes. But in came Aaron Burr's people and lit them all on fire. And then, no shit, yeah, and mm. uh, and and then Aaron Burr, and then Alexander Hamilton came in and took all of Aaron Burr's videotapes and threw them right in the Delaware River. And Aaron Burr screamed right before they're about to duel. See what those bastards did to my videotapes? Mm. Bastard, he's a bastard. Total, total bastards. <laughs> so total bastards. Total bastards. The passion behind VHS tapes, guys. Because listen, everything is digital now or DVDs. You can fit a lot more. But as a kid, as we as we were kids, my you had so many VHS tapes. You you didn't have anywhere to put them because they were such big things. Yeah. Oh, they're huge. They're huge. Brave Especially Heart if you the- had the Disney movies with the big Ugh. plastic packaging. They yeah. had to go and screw us with those giant plastic because they couldn't yeah. fit those anywhere. They no. had their own shelves. No, no, no. They yeah. Were, much bigger had to be proprietary. Yeah, and then there was movies like Braveheart and Casino, which were two VHSs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My 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 first copy of The Godfather was a double VHS. Oh, double VHS. Double VHS. Another good one was the six VHS of Glory, or I mean of uh, North and South. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Six yeah. VHSs. I had, I, had the, I had the six VHS of of Roots. I think it was okay. or nine nine, nine yeah. VHS or what have you. And then each season of Friends you could get for a, they were a ten VHS stack. Yeah. For friends. Ten VHS Ten VHS. That's huge. I like the ones. And somehow yeah, less expensive the bo- than the DVDs. The box sets. It was like there were so many tapes that they were able to put one letter on each 
each box it would like spell out Titanic. Yes. But it yeah. wasn't the movie Titanic, it was it was like a nine part history channel miniseries. No. We had and then, the we had the whole Buffy series on VHS and it was like its entire shell. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't get like you can't hide some you sometimes you can hide embarrassing DVDs. You can't hide embar- embarrassing collections of VHS no. unless you unless you throw them away and tell them See what those bastards did to my videotapes. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. might not have been fans of Buffy, but yeah. <laughs> Selleck was a fan of everything. Yeah. Well, moving on, we actually we 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 heard a glimpse of it earlier, but yeah. uh, at one point Selleck is running around. I think this is after this is after the uh, after the incident at the house. Right. The cops are following now. The cops are fo- the dealers. cops are following him, and he's uh, trying to do his daily routine. Right. And he stops at a little uh, a little newsstand on the street, yeah. and none other than Colin Quinn. Is a one line or two line uh, part in this? He's about ninety pounds lighter than I've ever <laughs> and seen he's him. So passionate about this fact of this thing. Play the, the giraffe clip. Yeah, that's not a giraffe. That's a dinosaur. That's a dinosaur. And he's just so passionate. It's like, give me the dinosaur. He's like, that's or, give me the giraffe. Give me the giraffe. That's not a giraffe. That's a dinosaur. I mean, it's it's so weird because he's crowd. like, yeah, well, crowd. and if, see I yeah, 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 I see what you did there. Yeah, I see yeah. what you did there. Um, <laughs> Tough yeah. crowd with Colin Quinn. If you guys haven't seen the show, it was an old Comedy it's Central a, yeah, show. It's yeah, not very yeah, good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a fun little fun little scene there with yeah. with with Colin Quinn. Did not expect him in there. I, you know what's kind of weird is uh, when when Toys R Us was first pitching their ideas for yeah. uh, they wanted their mascot. Um, uh-huh. They came in with a bunch of drawings of people. And right. The first one they showed uh, the guy just showed a picture of a giraffe. Yeah. And um, well, this is what the the response from everybody in the uh, boardroom was. That's not a giraffe. That's a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I if I remember correctly. I believe this was the drawing. Was this? That's not a giraffe. That's a dinosaur. No, it says I'm a giraffe says, right here. I'm a giraffe. That's but, not a giraffe. That's a dinosaur. Yeah, oh. sorry, man. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. And you know, uh, sometimes you, you know, when I was a kid, uh, we loved the San Diego Zoo. We used to go all the time, and uh, I, I thought there were going to be dinosaurs, but in fact, they're just giraffes there. So it's just a total flip. It's complete. Say. It's a complete flip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. No, but, no, there are no dinosaurs at the San Diego Zoo. No. Guys, I was a very gullible child and kind of an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still continuing that theme to this day. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay. Oh, we now, did. We did forget one great moment. Uh, so the cops, so the cops get involved. Yes. And first there's a mounted police officer, like yeah. on a horse, uh, who, who looks like he brings the horse into the lobby. Yeah. And then later the landlady mentions like your horse shit in the lobby. He's like, I don't own a horse. You obviously know I have a three bedroom loft up here. Yeah. Okay. It's don't, a 22 bedroom not loft. Not my horse. We not, can't put their not horse, my horse anywhere. So, uh, so then another cop wants to go upstairs and uh, look at Tom Selleck's ID because yeah. he wasn't going to show it to him because he actually actually had the heroin in his pocket. Right. Uh, and so he went back upstairs, gives it to Gutenberg to hide. Gutenberg pulls out his exacto knife, cuts the diaper open, and hides the bags of heroin in the diaper. Again. And then puts the diaper on to the child. Pretty sure that's that's not okay. Let me let me just kind of not a good it. not a good uh, parenting. There are a couple little problems with this. One, yeah. how all of a sudden did Gutenberg become the George Young of this apartment, where he just like I know where to hide heroin, get an exacto knife, and perfectly cut up well, his he diaper. Is a, I mean, he is a cartoonist, so he has those tools. Okay, and so then, I, I get. I get and that there was, was that Johnny the Cat episode where he was addicted to heroin. So. Yeah, that was a, well, that was a whole that was a whole plot line like right. a, over a few different strips throughout the syndicated uh, yeah, uh, I remember comic. That. Yeah, that was, that was, that yeah. was some dark times for Johnny the Cat. Right, uh, and then. Uh, and then you put the baby, you put the, the the diaper back on the baby. What 
if there's just one of those packets opens up and the baby has heroin in their body? Yeah, I mean that's terrible. Well, and did you know? Did you notice the full frontal nudity in this film? A ton of it. Yeah, um, baby. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why that cop wanted to keep holding the baby. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I mean they're, they're they're cleaning the baby off, and I mean they just. They yeah. would, you don't see you don't see that in movies these days. No, you, don't you don't see baby baby nudity. In some movies, you don't even see a real baby. American Sniper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was so terrible. That was awful. Uh, and then we get so here's the part. Now now Danson comes home because his part got cut off. And he does Turkey. finally come home about an hour into the movie. Yeah, uh, he he's he doesn't know they have a baby. They're like, hey Danson, this is your baby, you stupid idiot. He's like, oh yeah, Sylvia, she was the shrew, and I tamed her. Whatever, with some kind of play on words, right? And and uh, now Danson, or I mean, uh, Gutenberg and Selick are like, F off, Danson. Okay, you can't hit. We had to do this. You're the asshole. We're just yeah. going to go over here and play pool. We're going to play pool. And then Danson, yeah, so Danson is Danson's then, over his head. He's in over yeah, his head. Yeah, and then so the, Danson calls out for help, and this is what happens. Remember, there's a quarter of a million dollars in heroin in that diaper pail. And the new baby wipes are in the cabinet. Right. Heroin's in the diaper pail. Baby wipes are in the cabinet. Just the wrong one. Yep. Yeah, but that's but that, but that's but that's okay because that's, that's also because it leads into this next one. It leads into the next one when he's trying to put together the 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 kid. I've had enough of this doo doo. No, that, we Just, have. Okay, Tell maybe me which one you want. Uh, it's the um. What's it called? What's I forget what it? it was called. I got figure it out. Yeah, uh, figure, figure it out. It out. Figure Sorry, it out. figure that's it out. My favorite one. Nickelodeon Sorry. game show. Hey, how did you put on these goddamn things anyway? Figure it out for yourself, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, 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 that's Selick at his prime, where he's he's yeah. Selick, yeah. he's had enough. And then he followed it up with the with the with the previous clip that uh, that that Steve just played for us, which was. Remember, there's a quarter of a million dollars in heroin in that diaper pail, and the new baby wipes are in the cabinet. Right, right. heroin's in the diaper pail. Baby wipes are in the cabinet. And and un, un, just totally un, unfeathered or whatever you want to say. He, dancing just like yeah, heroin. Yeah, heroin's heroin's there. Baby wipes there. Got it. Got it. Because when the baby Good. first arrived, Selick and Gutenberg are freaking out. Dancing's like, ah, I'll just, you know, whatever. And then when he asks for some help, this is the this is the response he gets. Hey, how do you put on these goddamn things anyway? Figure it out for yourself, dickhead. And then what you don't hear in this clip is right after that, he then t- uh, hits the pool cue, and, like, and then Gutenberg says, "Nice shot." Oh, does yeah. it? Oh, I, mean, yeah. I missed. That. It's a real. Yeah. It's a real nice transition. Yeah. I kind of weirdly enough, though, uh, the first time I ever ever had sex, I was it was at a spring break party, and I didn't know how to put a condom on, uh, so I just screamed out loud. Figure it out for yourself, dickhead. Well, the the beginning part of that. <laughs> hey, how do you put on these goddamn things anyway? Figure it out for yourself. Selick was also on. Oh, the spring was he? Break. Was he yeah. at, at spring break? With yeah. you? that's really was, weird. That's cool, really weird. Right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, mention the Nickelodeon show. Figure it out. Oh, it's a yeah. great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The original, the original working title. It was actually a French film, <laughs> and the director of the French film took it in a very darker, darker way. Yeah, took the, turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the the original title of the film was actually. Hey, how do you put on <laughs> Figure it out, dickhead. Would be the, uh, the self, dickhead. There you go. Uh, uh, I think he's doing this on purpose. Yeah, you're just fucking with us. Now, just, yeah, I, think, I, I think this. Is, I think this is purely, purely mercenary. Now, um, the the best sound clip that we do have uh, is it's very quick, uh, and I think uh, I mean if you want to set it up, uh, the silly bitch. Uh, oh yes, yeah. So so they they, they finish. The heroin deal. You think it would be the end of the movie. They yes. they 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 frame the guys. They Ted Danson wears uh, wears drag. Yeah, hidden. He's an actor. The, he's an actor. Hides the baby under his trench coat mm-hmm. or dress or whatever. Yep. Uh, to 
Again, creepy. get away from the cops, right. and then they then call the cops. The cops show up. They yep. they d- dismantle the heroin operation. Yeah. Uh, enter music montage number two. Yes. Uh, which I believe is set to Peter Cetera's Daddy's Girl. Correct. That is correct. Uh, great song. Awesome song. Great song. Yeah. And so now we get to see the three men and a baby all doing their fun things. And Ted Danson is uh, is back at acting. Right. He's doing, I think he's doing the play that Tom Selleck wanted him to do at the beginning right. of the movie. It's a great play. Great play. Great reviews. And so, uh, so here's one of the lines from that yeah. play. I'll tell you where I'll be, you silly bitch. <laughs> And then he turns around, and then he turns around, and you realize he's got a baby Bjorn on that's like part of his costume. Yes, and that's how he's like Able doing. To rehearse he's with doing the, the rehearsals with the child. Yes, and now she's a very well-behaved child, but I don't think she should be hearing such language. Uh, although I do know uh, that you know I, I dog sit from time to time, and you know sometimes the female dogs just get a little out of control, and I have to say, silly bitch. Yeah. Silly bitch. Yeah. Silly bitch. Silly bitch. And uh, this is a totally different story, but I went to a taping of the Rosie O'Donnell show way back in the day. Wow. That was a long time ago. I know. And uh, she was shooting Did you get a koosh ball? She was shooting those koosh balls, and it hit my mom right in the eye, and my mom screamed out, hey, don't- Silly bitch. Correct. Silly bitch. All right. That's that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I got, nothing, yeah. I got, I got, I got nothing on the silly bitch line. I got no, nothing on the silly bitch line. But if if I tell a story that goes really long winded, something yeah. tells me Steve will then play a clip like this. Figure it out for yourself, silly dickhead. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now there's the remix. Yeah. I always thought that if I was a DJ, which you know I have a, a passionate disdain for DJs. Yes, yes, you do. Um, if I was a DJ, I would take normal music and then insert movie lines into oh, every every uh, silly bitch. Feels so good. Oh, you make me feel so good. <laughs> Throw in the dickhead. Silly bitch. Every every mixed CD I ever made for a girl yeah. uh, always included movie lines like mixed into the ends of the tracks. Perfect. That was like my that was how I like mixed the, the songs between one another. I would just I would go to AOL Sounds oh, yeah. and download the movie clips, and so yeah, you'd hear like Pulp Fiction just like in between. You kids have it easy Paul these days. Simon and, and yeah, you kids have it easy these days. We had a, we had to go. We had VHS tapes. We had. I mean, those bastards could have done anything to those VHS oh, tapes. Those those bastards. Uh, those, silly, no those, silly, those silly bitch bastards. bastards. Into my videotapes. <laughs> the there was we we had to actually make we had to do we had to do things that now you guys can just do via YouTube's so all the kids. All the YouTubes. I mean, that's how we got all these clips. I know. In a, in a, in a, when if this was airing as a podcast in 1998, yes, uh, it would probably not be on the internet. Correct. Yeah, but uh, it would have taken us six weeks to download all those clips right. on our 14.4 modem. Yeah, and then Stephen yeah. couldn't have fucked with us by uh, playing clips that are totally out yeah. of uh, out of character. No, I actually had this movie on VHS. I left the window open for you, and you didn't take it. <laughs> I had this. I had this movie on VHS, but someone ripped it apart. And, Silly bitch. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, that, so, this was fun. This was fun. Yeah. Real fast. Talk to me. Real fast. Uh, the end of the movie. You think the heroin deal is the end of the movie. It's not. The the mom comes back. Yeah, she yeah. wants the baby. The mom is played by Nancy Travers. Yeah. Uh, with Last a with a pretty awful British accent, in Terrible. my personal opinion. Yeah, not the uh, best. She's got a great perm, though. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, Looks a lot like uh, Jesse Spano in Showgirls' perm. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um, you mentioned Last Man Standing. Before Last Man Standing, she was in Becker with Ted Danson. With Ted Danson. They reteamed them 
as the love interest yes. on Becker like 10 years later. That's the gift that keeps on giving, guys. Yeah. To three men and a baby. Just It just really it produced a whole lot of love. $167 million. A Leonard Nimoy classic. And great lines like this. Let's see what Stephen has picked up for That's it. That's not a giraffe. That's a dinosaur. Correct. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Colin Quinn. <laughs> if you could play us out on the Bad Bad Boys song as we do our outro here. I'm Josh McCuga. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh McCuga. I'm Thad Williams. You can follow me at Ben Begley Comedy. <laughs> you can see my show, Between the Sheets, that Thad directs, produces, and edits every Monday on our uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Between the Sheets. And this Monday, I'll be on the show because I'm asking you questions. Correct. This yeah. upcoming Monday is the me episode. You guys got us to 10,000 subscribers on my birthday, so finally, this episode will air. Our brand new sexy set is in full effect. Uh, thank you guys as always for watching. Uh, we don't know what we're going to do next week, but that, uh, seriously, thanks for coming it in. Was it was a lot, lot it was a lot of fun. I was glad to be here. Good. Yeah. And, uh, until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.